This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And now for something completely different. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And now, here's your host. He talks right, he knows his stuff, and he knows how to make a girl laugh. Thank you! I'm here all week. Right, Chris. All right. Good evening. Good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good day. Goodbye. Hello. How are you all? Welcome along. It's back. Yeah, it had to come back, I guess, didn't it? Um, <laughs> Premier League football, the bane of everybody's life. Um, it was actually nice to, um, I know not everybody likes international football, but it was nice to see a team I support winning. I'd almost forgot that feeling. Um, 
Southgate for Leicester? Oh, is that a little bit too far, do you think? Anyway, good evening. Uh, this is Let Us Lie Die TV. We are now live on YouTube, Twitch, and our new um, destination of LinkedIn. You can now find us on there as well. Uh, if you are listening and joining us via our podcast, uh, Let Us Lie Die, thank you for lending me your ears. We are available on all major platforms. And if you are of the rich variety or the posh variety and you've got yourself a smart speaker, just tell it that you want to listen to and you must say it in full the podcast, Lester Till I Die, and you'll be able to hear us out of your smart speaker. As a difference to out of our souls, which is where the three of us are normally speaking from. And don't forget, you can follow us on all the major socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch and everything else as well. Uh, and don't forget, this is the prediction show. And don't forget who we come in conjunction the with. The prediction show from Leicester Till I Die TV is brought to you by Xbox Steve Linex and Foxy7Clothing.co.uk. Back of the net. If you want to go around looking like Steve Linex, you know what you've got to do. Shave your head and grow a beard. <laughs> or you can head over to foxy7clothing.co.uk. Look, look, that's that's the logo on the hat there. Um, and uh, and have a look at the full range. He's even got blue in now. Uh, Lester for Life is in. Good afternoon. How the devil are you? Um, we Iggle Piggle isn't with us. No, we, he is over in Australia at the moment, though... In sunny Perth, I'm sure, probably in bed right now, uh, but uh, we have got Waddy Waddy. We haven't got Eagle Piggle, but we have got Waddy Waddy. Uh, I don't know what's worse, to be honest with you. And I'm sure his little friend Venom. Uh, Shane is in. Good evening, sir. How are you? Welcome along. I still can't believe that you disagreed with me about Ireland, but there we go. Uh, Nate is in all the way from the good old US of A. Um, how the devil are you? How's it going over there with Mr. Trump? <laughs> you haven't got space to do Boris as well, have you? Uh, and Jeff is in. Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, sofa, sofa brought forward. Beers in the fridge. Swear bot next to me, and that's just for the prediction show. Well, I tell you what, swearing, we could do with some swearing, and I think we'll need the swear box if we can really look back at last week's results. Not good. Not our best weeks. Uh, when I actually put the tweet out and I said uh, the embarrassment of watching <laughs> three old people trying to guess football scores, I wasn't far wrong. It, it, it does get embarrassing sometimes. But anyway, let's uh, let's bring Waddy Waddy in and say hello. How are you, sir? Standing in for Eagle Piggle, and you've muted yourself. Yeah, it's because I'm so used to having to do it with this bloody phone. Sorry, mate. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. And then I realised tomorrow Leicester are playing, so I'm not sure how I feel now until that happens. But until then, I'm all right. Can I just say that, um, that when you're on mute, that was the most sensible thing you've said all year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it will probably still it will probably stand the test of time, that. <laughs> probably. Okay, let's bring him in and say, Stevie Weavy, how the devil are you? So welcome along. Good evening, everyone. Now, I'm not saying I was hurt, but the fact that you made me go through all the scores and all your predictions to confirm that, well, basically, 
confirm this if I'm honest with you. <laughs> not, I mean, Brad and me had a bad week. I'm not going to lie. Uh, well, you can't lie. It's on. It's on, it's on film. But, it's right in your week. <laughs> can I just say, Steve? I think I almost gave you a point for turning up. <laughs> I'm going to ask everyone who's watching tonight to write down my predictions because I think <laughs> you and Brad are conspiring and you're not hearing properly. And I <laughs> Mate, there's no conspiracy in some of your predictions, trust me. <laughs> I don't think you're writing them down right. Hey, hey Steve, hey, put these on for when you're watching football. That way you might see it better. <laughs> 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 um, I did go through these with you, Steve, before, but um, yeah. you predicted Forrest to beat Newcastle. Uh, all right, we all got the Villa Bournemouth one right, in fairness. Um, you went Brentford to beat Leicester, so <laughs> on that one. Um, yeah, you see, you Spurs, you see, you just don't go for anything for Spurs, do you? Um, Wolves, I'm to be honest with you, none of us had a brilliant week, let's be honest. I mean, Brad and me were only saved by Newcastle and Arsenal at the end, otherwise we would have all uh, been totally embarrassed. But as you can see there, uh, I'd like to say it's tight, but it isn't. Uh, you've got one one six, Steve. Uh, Brad, you've got one four nine, and I've got one four four. So I think we can see who's in the relegation zone and who, which one of us is fighting for Europe. Uh, but that is how it stands. Um, plenty of time. <laughs> Fifteen points this week, Steve. Is it? Yeah, easily. easily. If you write them down correctly, yeah. I write that. I too. I'm going to write them down. I'm going to actually send you a bloody picture of them, so you can see what I've written down. And you've got until three o'clock tomorrow to say which ones I've got wrong. But um, we're going to start with probably. Um, oh, hang on, somebody's saying here. Boris uh, <laughs> says, "Line next to the legend." Uh, maybe yeah. when he's playing, but not when he's predicting. Can I just say there's two? There's two <laughs> I, I tell you what, he calls him Linux legend, but the only thing that's legendary, there's nothing legendary about his predictions because they're all a myth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh it's smug when you're at the top. I'm sorry. It's the low, it's the high altitude. It affects my brain. Have you got one? I try not to pay attention to our politics. It's depressing. Well, yes, it is. I, I just mentioned that as a as a as a as a aside. Um, whatever Steve predicts, I'm putting a fiver on. <laughs> and that and that kids, if you ever know want to know about the bad side of gambling, is why you'll lose a fiver. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh-huh. Can I just say, you know, we don't we don't condone gambling at all. I should just <laughs> no. say that. And um, when the fun stops, stop. That obviously is the big saying. Now, Steve learned that week one, and we're now into <laughs> week twenty nine. <laughs> Boris, I wouldn't if I was you. Keep your money in your pocket, lad. Um, oh, look at Jeff. Hey, look, there we go. Here we go. I tell you what, Chris. What you want to do, right, is you want to. You want to f- f- write this down on a prediction on a sheet, right? Put it to the screen, get Steve to confirm it, and then clip it. If you remember, yeah. I actually did last week. Yeah. Uh, Shameful, no, Steve. I, 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 I tell you what. I'm just going to check in my filing cabinet. Hang on a second. 
Oh, I've got some England flags in here. No, I I thought I'd still got the prediction from last week, but I've had the cleaner in and she's emptied my bins. Don't worry, uh, I'll, I'll have it. Steve's only, though. I'll trust you, my mate, because I'm always winning. <laughs> right, let's just let's get on with it. Uh, we've got a lot to get. We've got 16 matches tonight uh, because there's a lot of midweek matches. Um, bear with me if this all goes absolutely um, tits up because it's, as you can see, new layout, new, um, new everything, basically. And uh, people have been saying... Why have I been changing logos, uh, especially on my own personal accounts? It's because I've had a stalker. So um, the best thing to do was to change everything over um, before he found me. Uh, but let's start with Manchester City against Liverpool. David is in. Good evening, David. How the devil are you, sir? Fire a face to the name. Steve. I dread, I dread coming to you, if I'm honest with you. I kind of just say I've already got my predictions written down. I don't know if you can see those, whichever there. But yeah. I've already got mine written did, down. Did, so you, can't did you see that? Did you see that Tipex on his desk? Tipex <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on my desk? I don't know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tipex! <laughs> oh, what it is? I'm surprised I've got it left. I've sent it over to Brendan for his team sheets. <laughs> but two uh, big game of the weekend, like I say, Manchester City Liverpool at twelve thirty. It is kicking off, um, and it is on Sky. It is the early kickoff tomorrow. Uh, the odds are all on Manchester City winning it. Um, and when you look at these, uh, Haaland and Sal Salah are the main attacking threats for both teams. Uh, very very close in the ratings. Uh, in midfield, I think that's a bit of one-way traffic there, isn't it? Kevin De Bruyne against Harvey Elliott. And defending um, Akinjai up against Kanate there in the points. Second for City, six for Liverpool. Uh, and as you can see there, in the last 15, City have won five, Liverpool six, and there's been four draws. Going into this, though, Steve, the form, it's all wins for... Manchester City, only two there for Liverpool in the last five. Which way do you see this going? So I can go the opposite way. Uh, a couple <laughs> of seasons ago, I'd have thought that Liverpool would have given Man City a game. But yeah. the way Liverpool are uh, hot, cold, hot, cold this year, uh, I'm going to go for a 3-0 Man City win. Oof, wow. Nailing your flag to the post early on there. Um, Brad? Yeah, um, it's, it's do or die for Man City, isn't it? There's, what, they've got 10, 10 games or so left. Mm. I don't know if they've played one more or whatever. I know it's like 10 or 11, basically, for everybody. They can't afford to drop points because they're already behind. I know technically they're eight. I think they might have a game in hand. I don't know if they do. It might be five. But you play with what's in front of you and you've got to get that gap chopping down and they can't afford to lose it. Um, Liverpool have been shocking this season. Um, they're probably thankful that 12 downwards are all having a shocker if you yeah. look at the league table. Otherwise, yeah. Liverpool would actually be having a far worse season, I think, on paper than, than it looks. Um, I, I don't see Man City bottling this. Um, 
I'm going to have to agree with Steve in, in a Man City win, but I'm going 2-0. Man You're City. going 2-0. Right. And I'm writing it down as well, so don't you worry, Chris. I'll, I'll, I'll be your defence lawyer. I've got, I've, I've got scores and initials next to him, just so he can't say the results of the way around if Liverpool win 3-0. Nice one. I've got uh, I'll, I'll kick you when you're down. <laughs> you never stop kicking him then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal have played 28, City have played 27, and there's actually eight points between them as it stands. So it is do or die for Man City. Um, it's at Man City. I, I think, like you say, Liverpool just haven't been consistent. They've had some embarrassing results uh, this season. Um, and it would just be this sort of season when Liverpool, you know, having lost to Bournemouth, would go out and smash Man City. But I can't see it happening. I can't see it happening. I'm agreeing with you guys, but not with the score. I am going 2-1 to Manchester City. Because I think Liverpool might just get one. But um, I am going for a, a Man City win. So we've all gone for a home win there. Um, let's have a look what everybody Anthony's in, good evening Bid Ank and how are you, surprisingly not gone for the team in red he's gone Man City 2 uh, Liverpool 0, Jeff's gone 2-0 as well and David 2-0 City um, well, it looks like everybody's with you there uh, Brad no, I'm, I'm not saying anything it's, it's got nothing to do with my influence being top of the league, it's got nothing to do with my influence <laughs> Right. Oh, that's not working. What's happening? Well, that should be uh, Bournemouth Fulham. Oh, that, that's how irrelevant they must be to the league. Bless them. Oh, that's not fair. There we go. Yeah, the league was slow. It's it's my it's my. Oh, Nate has gone one one. He comes in at the end there. Nate's gone one one. Um, that won't do Man City any good at all, to be honest with you. Or Liverpool to try and get to some sort of European place. Um, Steve. Bournemouth versus Fulham. Ah, what? I mean, <laughs> Fulham, believe it or not, you're you bound to believe it, really, are, are, are odds on to win. Uh, Mitrovic, I think he's banned, isn't he, for this one, because he got sent off? I think that's going to cause um, big problems for Fulham. I think, mm. um, you know, the way the, the game's going and the way the... They're all saying you should get a 10-match ban and all crap like that. You know, it's it's not warranted, but I think it's going to put the span in the works of Fulham now. It's going to throw them off the stride a bit. And I'm going to, I might shock you now. I'm going to go for a 1-0 Bournemouth win. Please write that down, Brad. <laughs> I, I, I have, and I've changed my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one expects a Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> I wasn't expecting a 1 0 to Bournemouth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I've got to say, Steve, and I, I, I'm, I'm shocked here before I Chris come to you, Brad. I find myself in agreement with you. I mean, you cannot touch the officials. Uh, that is, you know, uh, that is a said. And, you know, we've spoken many times on, on this show about players surrounding the referee. And I thought they'd actually introduced the law where there was only the captain could go up and 
argue with the referee, which to me makes perfect sense. Um, the week before that, was it a Man United player pushed the linesman? Uh, Fernandez. Fernandez. Yeah. yeah. And he, he, he got away with, with, with nothing. Um, it's just, again, we come down to this word, don't we? Consistency. Favoritism. It's crazy. it's crazy, mate. And that's why, you know, I hate Spurs so much because they verbally assault the referee every game. And it's not just one of them. There's about six or seven. Every time there's a, a decision given against them, they're all in his face. And like you say, yeah. the referees just go bang, 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 bang with his card and put an end to it. But they don't. They seem to favour the big clubs all the time. And it's, it's mm. so frustrating. So frustrating. Brad Mitrovic not in. Do you think that's going to hamper... I think it will. Obviously, he's um, he's their leading goal scorer, I believe. Um, they're having a good season. Um, you just don't know how that little implosion. No matter what you think about what happened and who was right and who was wrong in the situation, I haven't, you know, not not to do an Arsene Wenger again, but I haven't really seen it, and it's been that long. I can't even really remember the whole thing, but. It's not just him, is it, that they're missing. Marco Silva will be, you know, yeah. he'll be passing his messages down through his mobile phone. I mean, manager touchline bans are absolutely pointless because they allow them to communicate with the bench. If you're banned from the touchline, you're ta- banned from giving instructions. But that, that could be a topic maybe. I think that may be a topic that we could bring up when Iggle Piggle's back. Um, but... Because that is a very good, um, very good point. Yeah, but you know, the thing is, right, and I, I hate to use this. I'm writing the fact that you've actually made a good point. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a point. Here, here we go, here you go. Another one on the board. The 150 mark, we've not even played a game yet. No, but I, I, I use this word precautionary because we've used this a lot around the last few of our seasons, and that word is the implosion of Fulham. Yes. I don't know how they react. Uh, they haven't got Mitrovic. Bournemouth, obviously, fighting for their lives. And I think Fulham get something from this game. It was very close early in the season. Um, I think Fulham nicked a 3-2 win, or it may have even been a draw. So I'm going for a Desmond. I had gone 2-1 Fulham but then skipped, uh, uh, to, to Bournemouth, but then Steve scared me, so I went for a Desmond. <laughs> You've you read my script, Brad, because implosion was the word that I was going to look for. Sometimes you can look at a team and let's, you know, I hate to bring it up, but Peter Taylor Bolter, uh, no, Peter Taylor Wickham Wanderers. There's some, you can look at some seasons ago, that's when it started to go wrong. That's after that. And I think that it was like that for Fulham. Maybe the pressure was getting to them. I agree. agree. Again, the touchline ban is pointless. Um, having said that, do you remember when Pearson got a touchline ban? We actually started winning everything. <laughs> it was the best thing that happened to us. Uh, in some ways, it's funny because the managers have a better view of the game. So, in fact, it's not really a punishment at all because what they yeah. see from back in the towns is a lot better yeah. than what they see from the side of the pitch. Yeah, well, didn't didn't Pearson get that ban and then just start deliberately sitting up there because he he, he wanted to yeah. try seeing it from that point of view? I mean, it didn't work. We kept losing. He actually came back to the dugout to get us back winning again. But it shows oh, it. I thought we won when he was up there. Oh, I don't. I can't remember. I think we did for a bit, and that's why he did it. And then we went back on bad form, oh. so he, he wanted to get back down. If I, I could be wrong, you could be right. Who knows? We just remember it as well. 
it, it's uh, it's just playing the Alzheimer's. Um, yeah, look, I think, like you say, this could be the point when Fulham season does go a little bit tits up, to be honest with you. Um, I'd, I'd love to see Fulham win it because... Obviously, Bournemouth are below us, and that would help us out. But I've gone for a nil-nil here. Um, Stockstein's writing it down. Chris has gone nil-nil. <laughs> writing them down, Paul. Writing them down. <laughs> uh, He's I... writing down sixes just in case we can say, "Low, you said six-nil, not nil-nil." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think it'll be nil-nil. I think it'll be a point shared. Uh, and I think Fulham at the moment will be glad to come away with that, if I'm honest with you. So uh, let's see what everybody is saying in the chat. Um, let's go back here. Jeff has gone 2-0 to Fulham. Uh, Big Ant's gone Fulham 1, Bournemouth 1. David's Fulham will peter out. Um, who's he, Peter? <laughs> Peter out. Sorry, that was awful. Nate has gone to nil to Fulham. Um, Mitrovic used far too much unpersistent aggression. Uh, fair point. Boris, some teams are on the beach already. Uh, Leicester on the beach, but they are wearing speedos. Steve, have you thought about that with your Foxy Sevens? What the speedos? <laughs> Foxy Seven speedos. <laughs> Well, the wife's in me in mind, so I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, those are the days, eh? Uh, so, yeah, I've gone nil-nil. Um, I don't even need to, uh, to, to, to to think about this, do I? Arsenal leads, Steve. Um, three o'clock tomorrow. Arsenal clear favourites to win it. Uh, Saka up against uh, Marino uh, up, up front. Uh, Arsenal... Top of the league, Leeds 14th. Um, edge to heads, or well, Leeds haven't won in the last 10 games. Uh, Arsenal have won eight and there's been two draws. And going into this match, uh, the form of both teams has been a little bit iffy. Uh, but that does include Arsenal's draw with Sporting, uh, which obviously they went on to lose on penalties. I think, Steve, that getting knocked out of Europe will do Arsenal the world of good in the league. I think the pressure's on Arsenal now um, because, like, Man City have been used to it, the, you know, the last few seasons and the pressure and whatever. Um, the pressure's got to get to Arsenal sometime. But, you know, you go back to Leeds again, what Leeds is going to turn up? Yeah. Is he going to be the one that turned up against the Wolves or is he going to be the one, you know, that don't turn up? But um, I think it's going to be hard for Arsenal, this one. And I'm going to, I'm going to go for a one-all draw. A one-all draw. Not all, yeah. Okay. One-all draw. Arsenal one leads one. Everybody. Uh, that's, that's that's Arsenal's one <laughs> leads one draw. Yeah, I've just noted that down to 20, 26 minutes and uh, twenty-six minutes exactly. You hear me say that for Steve's prediction? So there you go. Yes, it's nine nine twenty-eight. On the 31st of March. Yeah, Your Honour. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> if I get 15 points this week, I want every week checked from now on. From if you get back, 15 points going this week, back to the start of the season. 
if you get 15 points this week, I'll run naked around the King's Tower pitch. <laughs> oh, God. That's a horror show and isn't it? Yeah, but it's not going to happen, is it, Brad? No, <laughs> I want to see, no. I want to see the video next week. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, thankfully, I do know that I won't be allowed to do that. Thank God. Um, Brad, uh, your thoughts on this one? I'm going to shock you here. Leeds United are going to score a goal. <laughs> That's my shock. That's as far as... Are you serious? Yeah, I know. I can't, I'll shock you. Leeds United are going to score a goal. It's going to be in the 96th minute they're going to score a goal. But calm down, Leeds fans. It's going to be miserable because they're going to lose 5-1. Arsenal are going to batter them. Wow. Five. What, can you write that down, I, Steve? <laughs> I, no, honest, honestly, this will be another. This will be a Bielsa-like performance against Manchester United. You know when they always seem to get smashed six nil. Every thought it was amazing that they got smashed six nil and played good football, losing six nil. Yeah, I think they'll try that approach against Arsenal um, because Arsenal. It's either going to hinder them or help them, isn't it? Because now, literally, they've got no excuse to not win the Premiership. You know, you was you know, that I really mean, necessary. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was hugely necessary. It's Leeds United. <laughs> um, I mean, I have gone for an Arsenal win. I'm not going to deny that, Brad, but not five-one. I mean, Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, like you, like you said, Steve, the pressure is on them a, a little bit. Um, in the league, they've not lost in the last uh, five. Uh, I think the fact that they're eight points clear of Manchester City, and I know Manchester City have got a game in hand, although I think that will disappear midweek. Um, I think when when you, it's all about how you feel, and I think looking at that table and thinking, God, it's eight points, then you know it it, it gives them that confidence. Leeds, hey, 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 hey. I mean, I had them to go down, so. They're in that fight. I mean, they're actually sat in 14th, which normally you think safe, you know, mid-table security. But they're only two points off West Ham United, who are in 18th. Again, got a game in hand. Um, I, yeah, I've gone for Arsenal win, but I, I've not been as extravagant as, as Brad. Uh, I'm being sort of normal. I've gone 2-0 to the Gunners. And let's see what everybody has gone for in the chat we'll just get past boris's speedos uh anthony's gone three nil to arsenal fair play anthony obviously they are they are his uh, main team so uh well wait well, he says uh doug is in good evening doug how are you i hope you are well young man um you're going to be up for the formula one this weekend i did think about it but not at a five o'clock in the morning whenever it is Jeff's gone 3-1 to Arsenal, as indeed has David. Um, I think Boris is agreeing with you there, Steve. Uh, Nate has gone 3-0. Um, Boris <laughs> Oh, to me, Boris was saying at least wear some speedos. <laughs> Do you ever remember that famous picture? Who's that guy that used to own all the nightclubs in London? Peter Stringfellow. Uh, he was he was photographed in uh, in some speedos um, or budgie smugglers, whichever way you want to go them, and uh, I'd make that look good. Doug has gone three one. How do we always get onto these other topics? Me in speedos. Uh, Arsenal three <laughs> leads one. Says Doug. Um, 
It's already April Fool's Day here, so all our predictions are a joke. That is very true. Uh, oh, God, that's a sight for sore eyes. Chris running naked, at least wear a Leicester mankini with a picture of Brendan on it. <laughs> that would be up the arse, mate. That's where his picture would be. Um, David, what a spectacle. <laughs> Front row seats. No, you'd want to be in row ZZ. As far back as you can get. And uh, Doug says, I might well be Chris. Good practice for baby coming. <laughs> ah, yes. Before, yes, it will. It will. Right. Okay. So, um, Brighton are hosting Brentford, Steve. Let's have a look. At that one, that's the th- again three o'clock on Saturday. Uh, again, it's taking a look. Oh, here we go. There we go. Um, Brighton three to five, uh, Brentford nine to two, draw at three to one. Kite, um, what two good strikers there, Steve. Ivan Tony obviously came on for England. Uh, Mitoma, or Mitoma, however you want to pronounce it. I have been so impressed with him this season. Hard game, hard game to call this one. Um, you've got two good teams having a good season so far. Uh, they're both playing good football. Um, will somebody come out two goals better than the other or will it be a mistake? Um, hard, very hard to predict. But I'm going to go for another draw. I'm going to go for another one-all draw. Bloody hell. Brad, I mean Brighton. Brighton are sat there uh, in seventh. Brentford are in eighth. (laughs) Both on forty-two. Brighton have won twelve. Brentford have won ten. Brighton have have been scoring the more goals. They've got a plus. Well, having said that, no, they've only scored fifteen more. No, they haven't. They've scored three more goals. Sorry, they've scored three more goals. Yeah, um, I've got a funny feeling here that the way you said bloody heck says that we may have not, oh, not only have we all gone for the same prediction in terms of result, but we've possibly gone for the same scoreline. Because to me, to you, Steve, you say one, I say one, because I'm going for a one all as well. <laughs> so. Well, double bloody hell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because yes, I have gone for a one all. Um, two teams that. And and I don't I, I I wish it was Leicester up there, but as I've always said, if it can't be Leicester, and then as long as another team of our ilk, so if you like, you know what I would call not one of the favoured teams are up there fighting for Europe. I love it, I really do, and I hope one of them do go on. And whether it's Liverpool, sorry, Doug, or or Chelsea that they deprive, I'd love it. I'd love it if they did that. Love it. Um, but, yeah, I can't split them either. I have gone for a 1-1 one, one as well. That's an easy one for you all to write down, isn't it? Three 1-1s. One, um, yeah, so so I'll just edit my draw when it ends to all. And then <laughs> the one. We, all, we all used to be indecisive, but now we're not so sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Boris says, every team wants to be Arsenal. Um, yes, the joy of being at the top. Uh, we mm. remember that well. Um, you know, it, com- it comes with the position. Uh, Anthony's gone a 2-2. He's gone for a Desmond. Doug. Oh, Doug, come on. Make your own mind up, mate. Stop, stop copying. Yeah. <laughs> He's got 1-1 as well. 
Uh, oh, Jeff has actually we've got the first separate score. He's gone for two nil to Brighton, and David's gone for a goal fest and gone three two to Brighton. Um, now then, probably the best game of the weekend. Well, when I say best, maybe not Steve. Palace hosting Leicester, or as uh, you know, as Palace have now rechristened their ground the Derby and Jones Club. Uh, I mean, seventy-five years old. Um, they're going to wheel him on in his bath chair. They're going to prop him up against something at the side of the pitch. I can remember him watching because I mean, he's the, he's the perfect manager you want in for a relegation battle, <coughs> Watford. Um, and I remember watching him against Watford, and they got an equaliser. I think it was an equaliser, but they scored a goal, and he couldn't even get out of his chair. Uh, apparently he had a flu or something like that, but he, he did not even get it. He made Brendan look animated. That's how bad he was. But he is the man that is going to save Crystal Palace. Is he, Steve? I think you're going to have two statues on the side of the pitch. You know, you're going to have um, one that's about 30 seconds behind the game and another one who's just standing there you know, pretending to write something down because I can't see any of those two motivating anybody. And that's why... That's the ACR sponsor next year. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think Palace are going to come out scoring lots of goals on him at the moment. I can't see Leicester, unless they've got any fight in them, getting more than one. So I'm going to go for one all draw again on this one. Well, Steve, that's your third one <laughs> draw in a row. You're nothing yeah. if not consistently bad. I'm, make, I'm <laughs> making it easy now to remember. <laughs> what did I go for? Oh, it might have been 1-1. One, one. Um, Brad, um, let's have a look at this. Uh, it's Well, it's close. 8-5 to five Palace, 9-5 to five Leicester to win. We've got Zaha. Why they've put Daka up there and not in Acho, I do not know. Uh, 12th versus 17th, um, Sellersburg, obviously. We've won seven of the last meetings, but as I was reminded on the Palace channel yesterday, 5-0 um, was a recent scoreline that they beat us by. And going into this, we both had four losses and a draw. Um, we've had a draw more recently, which is obviously why Patrick Vieira has gone. Was he on your list? Because you do seem to like to get these managers sacked, don't you? He, he, he was on my... He was on a different list. He was on my... He'll probably get sacked, but I hope he don't because I actually like him sack <laughs> list, if that makes sense. It was like a sub-list. It was like a mm. list next to the list. Um, didn't quite. I couldn't quite commit to saying he would get the sack, but I did have a feeling um, because... Palace are a bit wild with their choice of managers, and uh, well, Frank De Boer, you know, you know Roy Hodgson when he was a young child, 12, 10, 10 years ago. Roy Hodgson again. Uh, it's, they've made some very strange choices, and clearly they didn't have the patience to see Palace through. Because I, I, there was a lot of videos because obviously people got bored over the international break. Um, there was a lot of videos discussing teams' forms and whatnot, and it's funny that the Palace fan mentions the 5-0 because that was under Claude Powell. Brendan's not lost against Palace, which makes me more nervous about the game. And I think we're actually thankful that we're not playing Vieira, uh, a Vieira-style Palace 
at uh, Selhurst Park because he'd get them to come at us. He'd get them to attack us. Um, he, saw, uh, he was in charge last season, wasn't he? And that's how they came back from 2-0 down to 2-all. Uh, Roy Hodgson will stick 10 men behind the ball. He'll stick 10 men behind the ball and, and ping it to Zaha and try and break out whenever they can. And I think that could be a blessing for Leicester, no matter how lackluster we play. He says very optimistically with blue tints on, which is why I went for... Um, well, I'm going to say a reasonable score because when we get to it, my next Leicester prediction, I obviously I obviously chose violence. But I went for just a 2-0 Leicester win for this game because I think Roy Hodgson's a, a dire choice of a dinosaur manager. I mean, had the flu at Watford, but clap the Palace fans. Maybe that's why he, he might have a bit of inspiration for him. But I think he's just too dull to keep them up. I think having listened to, uh, well, having been on a Palace show, and then having been on, having had a Palace fan on my show yesterday, uh, I, I can understand why they wanted Vieira gone. Um, apparently, he, he had totally lost the dressing room. Um, <laughs> surely they should put a notice on the door saying home dressing room, don't they? You know, you'd think oh. so. I can't believe he got last. I, I was going to ride with it as well, so you just put your own joke down. I was going to sympathise and go with it. Oh. Yeah, there's no golden buzz of I'm quite there. pleased with that. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> laughing at my own jokes, nobody else does. Yeah. Um, and I think this is the problem because it's very interesting. Because I did say from 12 down, only three clubs have not changed the manager, and that's Forest, Assels, and West Ham. Take Forrest out of the equation and Leicester and West Ham wish we had changed our manager. But I think this dilemma shows that if you do sack your manager now, and this is something I think we've discussed, Brad, who do you bring in? Because the people that you're going to bring in, if they're any good, don't want to just come for eight games, ten games, whatever's left, and then go off. Whether Even if they're out of work, they want some sort of commitment. You're not going to get a big name come in. Um... Because let's be honest with you, well, Tuchel, for example, he's gone to, to Germany anyway. But you know, and the, the potches and things like that—they're not going to come. Uh, so you're left with the choices of you know Lampard, Marsh, uh, Gerard, uh, uh, and it's, it's like, oh my God, is this the is this the choice? So that I think proves why why you why you shouldn't maybe change managers this late on. Um, and if you do sign somebody of that ilk. And then you do go down, they're not going to be particularly want to stay with you anyway. So it's a kind of um, so I can see why he's gone. It is a, a strange choice. Uh, that said, score predictions I've gone 3 1 to Leicester just in that we must win this game. Uh, because we've got West Ham Southampton coming up soon, we're going to be predicting if West Ham can beat Southampton, and let's be honest with you, that's not guaranteed. Um, they they hate Moyes more than we hate Rogers, um, but if they do, we're in the bottom three. If we do not get a win, West Ham, and they've got a game in hand on us as well. It's bottom three time, folks. Oh, I can't wait! I can't wait to play West Ham with Sam Allardyce at the wheel. <laughs> I did actually offer. Somebody said to me, I was joking about Brendan Rodgers and Moyes, and I said I'd swap them. And they went, really? And I went, yeah. I just think anybody coming in will just have that freshness. 
even Gerard mm. coming in would just give us a boost. Yeah, um, I think I think sometimes when you look at it though as well, you kind of look at Moyes, and people might say, really, in the in in the long run, I I, I get that, but Moyes is the sort of manager that will know the situation at Leicester, and if he walks into a into a temperamental dressing room, which you can imagine it would be, no matter how friendly they are together as friends, he just gives them a freedom. That's yeah. that's what you want. Yeah. That's what you want for an eight. Someone who just goes, go out there and show the fans what you're capable of. It yeah. works. So we've got there for this game uh, all of the, the um, predictions from the ex-Foxes. Um, uh, Brad, because you went 2-1, I went 3-1. I had gone 2-1, but as Craig had gone 2-1, I thought I'd go 3-1. Uh, Tags has gone 1-1. Marsh has gone 2-2, which is a surprise because he normally puts us to lose. Ian Wilson, all the way from Qatar, was a bit late getting it to me, but he has gone 0-0. Uh, and then somebody who pops onto a show every now and again just to uh, show how bad he is at predicting has gone 1-1. But he's actually agreed. The two Steves have agreed. I wouldn't talk about Walshy like that, you know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> fair point, fair point, you know. Uh, and that's how that particular table looks, not this one. That particular table looks. Mm. Uh, um, and in fairness, Steve, I don't decide who goes above who. I think it's just alphabetical that Craig is above you, and that's the reason I think I'm above Marshy. Uh, for no, I just put me on the bottom. I'm used to it. Can I just say though, like we we in all the games we've played, that's how many points we've got. And we're moaning at Leicester on twenty-five. And none of us have got anywhere near that. It's embarrassing. It really is. But let's see what people have been coming up with in the stream. Um Oh, Doug, 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 Doug. I've just had a tattoo of the Italian flag tattooed to my chest. I have very sore Naples. <laughs> Please. I'm sorry, Brad. I'm sorry it's not Brad. I'm sorry, uh, Doug. But I'm going to have to give you uh, one of these. Oh, behave. Yes, please. Um, 15 nil to Leicester, says Nate. <laughs> You're making Brad. You know, you know. You know what, Nate? That's going down as a side one. Nate says 15-0. Yeah. Hoping for a Leicester win, but going for a 2-2, two, two, says Jeff. I don't think a draw's good enough. I always used to say, I said to Craig in every preview show, would you take a draw? And he always says yes, because that could be the point that keeps you up. But I just don't think we can settle for draws at the moment. Uh, Doug says, Crystal Palace 1, Leicester 0. SOS from Spurs to Rogers. ASAP, in my opinion. Please. Please. Um, I'm not, hate to name drop, but when I was on GB News, the presenter on there is a Spurs fan, and he's, he couldn't believe that not so long ago he was screaming for Rogers to go to Spurs. And I did say he could still have him and I'd drive him there, but he wouldn't take him now. Um, but <laughs> they apparently, Spurs have said they will make a quick appointment. Yeah. Like we knew, no. I mean, you know, that was <laughs> five months and about eight managers that turned them down. Uh, Boris said, Roy was only 11 when I was born. <laughs> it's going 2-0, Nate. Nice. No, you've gone 15, mate. Yeah, I've locked it in, I'm afraid. I've locked it in, Nate. So if it ends 15-0, I also want your lottery numbers for the next... <laughs> 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 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These predictions are worth no, 2001. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Anthony's gone 2 1 Leicester. Thank you, Anthony. Uh, I always David, like to answer. Yes, I said Leicester would stay up, but it's uh, decreasing by the game. Chris, I did read that Harland in trouble with the police for speeding. Really? Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, I don't know if that's a joke or serious there. And David said 2-1, sad to say, Palace. Right, okay, now, Nottingham Forest are facing Wolves, and I think last week you went for a Forest, or somebody went for a Forest win. Um, weren't me, we, 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 weren't me, I'm just saying, I've, like, I got burnt for that like, earlier in the season, I didn't not do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so it's tomorrow, 3 o'clock kick-off, um, 17 to 8 Forest, 16 to 11 Wolves, Um Again, I mean, this is quite good that a lot of teams around us are playing each other. Uh, but it's only good, obviously, if we're able to get wins and, and, and they're drawing. Uh, six wins, Steve, to Wolves, five to Forest. although obviously that's going to go back a fair bit. Uh, Wolves have won one in the last five. Forest, after a really, really good start, they are doing a bit of a Leeds, aren't they? And uh, slipping down that uh, greasy pole. Yeah, it's it's hard to predict again. Like with with Forest, you know, there, there's no grey area now. Is that they either win or they lose? But saying that, I think they're going to win tomorrow. I think they're going to beat Wolves, and I think they're going to beat them two nil. Yeah. Anyway, folks, with technical difficulties there, unfortunately, Steve speech, won't be with us. Me? Can I take the votes from the Steve jury, please? You know what? I, th- I think ju- I think if he gets this prediction right, we should actually minus some points just for having the ball to say it. Yeah, two 0 to yeah. Forest. God, you just you, you you know what, Steve? I had you back now, but I I, I hope you don't get another point this season. I'm just saying. <laughs> this hat's got in the credit. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is for Brendan. See, to get him motivated. <laughs> No, oh, great. So if he's clapping even faster, we can blame Steve. Glad <laughs> <laughs> bring some normality back. To be honest with you, I mean, everybody's going, oh, Wolves are slipping again as well. But it, it took them going down to nine men to 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 lose to Leeds United. So what Open Forest got? Um, I was going to go for a 
for a Wolves win just because it's Forest. But I don't really want either of them to win. I think if let you know, if we go in hindsight that Leicester actually do a miracle and win a game of football, a draw is probably the better result for Leicester. So I've gone nil nil. I've gone for a dead rubber. They won't even they'll forget about it on match of the day whenever it's on because it'll be boring. I, I've let I've let the logic rule me rule me heart on that one. I just thought it's a boring nil nil, but you do know that Lineker and Co will speak about it for twenty minutes. Oh yeah, it'll get an in depth analysis, and then they'll be like, "Oh yeah, Leicester played today, and they they they, they got a game." Um, I've got to say, I will love it if we beat them. Love it. I've got to say, I've gone for Wolves win. Um, yeah, a draw would do us particularly well, but I'm sorry. Uh, I need the points to catch you up, Brad. So <laughs> I've gone for Wolves, uh, basically because Forrester... And I, yeah, I just think Wolves have, have, have had a habit of picking out the odd win here and there. Um, and they did have a bit of a fight back. They've got the, the, the new manager in. He's settled in now. But Forrest, like you say, they, they sort of... I thought they were, I mean, I haven't. I didn't have them going down at the start of the season. I thought they were reasonably safe, uh, but they have been drawn right back into it. Uh, but I've gone one nil to Wolves um, purely, I think, as I say, because of course Forest. I don't, never want them to win. Um, do you want to pally? Uh, my lottery numbers are one, two, three, four, five, and six. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think, I come think on, it, mate. I could give you the winning lottery numbers, but I'm not, not going to tell you what week. Um, Jeff, Forrest to win 2-1. You've got on a timeout. put people on timeout. I'm going to put <laughs> on a timeout. <laughs> Jeff, you're going on a timeout, mate. 2-1 uh, to Wolves, says Anthony. Good man. Nate's gone 1-1. One, one. Um, apparently, there's a United player who was inhaling nitrous oxide from balloon or something like that. I'm lost on to what that was about. Uh, David says 1-0 to Wolves. Uh, and where we go. Um, the late kickoff on Saturday. What was the score for Wolves, Chris? I went 1-0 to Wolves. You did go 1-0. I, I, I was about to write it down as 1-0. I was like, hold on, did he actually say a score? Yeah, sorry, sorry no, I did say, yeah, yeah 1-0 to Wolves. Um, Chelsea, Aston Villa. Like I say, this is the late kickoff, five thirty tomorrow. Uh, surprising, well, I think it is a bit surprising. Chelsea favourites to win. Um, Sterling up against Watkins there, so he got tenth against eleventh. Wow, uh, didn't, I didn't realise they were that close to each other. It is obviously on Sky Sports. Andy Madley is the man in the middle. Uh, and as you can see, it's very well. You'd be surprised if it wasn't sort of top heavy towards Chelsea wins here. But this season, it's all different, isn't it, Steve? Yep. Uh, they're another another team, you know, with all their riches and all the players they've got, can't seem to get a, a consistent winning side together. Um, Sugar mate. And I think that's going to help Villa. And I'm going to go for a one nil Villa win. Ooh, right. Again, I mean, to be honest with Never. you, I can't say that you're mad with that one because I think it's a, it is a possibility. Yeah, it is. It really is. Brad. The, the thing is, right, I said earlier in the show, Liverpool would be worse off if if the teams from 12 and lower had actually bothered to turn up for the majority of this season 
Um, but Chelsea are doing it in style. They're making sure they're in the position that playing shy gets you as a, a you know as a failing side. And Chelsea Villa, this it just sounds like a dreadful fixture. I mean, if you're a neutral and you're thinking of rent, renting Sky or BT or whatever for the day and paying for it, don't waste your money. Because this has got nil-nil written all over it. And it says it's stark contrast. If you look at their record, Chelsea normally always hammer Villa. I think Chelsea are in such tepid goal-scoring form and Villa are on free fall. I just don't, I just don't see an exciting game. I think neither team will want to concede and it'll end nil-nil. Nil-nil again, your second nil-nil in a row. Um, when you when you look at the form there, uh, Chelsea have won three of the last five. Uh, or then again, so have Villa. Uh, and Chelsea, of course, getting through to the semi-finals of the Champions League. Uh, I think the Chelsea players have got to start getting up for this because all the all the rumours and reports are that there's going to be a fire, fire sale at Chelsea at the end of the season because they've brought all these players in that they are going to start getting rid of some. Uh, Chilwell being one mentioned, which will do Leicester good because I believe we've got a sell-on clause. Um I, be I, I, yeah. I don't, I mean, Villa are safe, you know what I mean? They are 11 points clear of, of Palace, so they're not going to get dragged into it. But I've just got a sneaky feeling because it's at Stamford Bridge. I'm going to go 2 1 to Chelsea for that one. 2 1 to Chelsea, Brad. <laughs> 2 4 0 Aston Villa. Okay. <laughs> just in case you wonder whether I said it. Steve, sorry, yeah. mate. To say, I said, let yourself they cut the grass. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. That was that was embarrassing, wasn't it? Just quit. That was embarrassing. I thought that Brendan Rodgers had taken over. Well, <laughs> no, I, I, I heard I heard that the Spanish had asked um Pep if they could borrow his best mate's excuse book, and Klopp said, Yeah, yeah, sure, I'll take this page. <laughs> yeah. So Oh, dear. So, um, Nate has gone 2-1 to Chelsea. Uh, Jeff's gone 1-1. Uh, Anthony's gone 2-1 to Villa. Uh, David has said he's going 1-1. Uh, Brooklyn, good evening. On the stoop, uh, Brooklyn's Premier League fan show. Big up from Brooklyn, lads. Good evening, sir. How the devil are you? A new viewer. We do get them every now and again. Welcome along, sir. Give us a subscribe. We really do appreciate it. And smash the likes as well. And if you want to send me a message on Twitter, I'll make sure to, to, to subscribe back. So welcome along, sir. You are more than welcome. So we get to Sunday. And really, this... I suppose if we start with Man City and Liverpool as being probably one of the games of the day, this is for me, got to be the game of the day on Sunday. You've got two teams. One that... They absolutely can't stand the manager. And another one that just, whatever they do, they win one, lose one, win one, lose one. Um, I mean, again, West Ham are favourites, I guess, because it's at the London Stadium. Um, Danny Ings up against Shea Adams. West Ham 18th, Southampton 20th. Uh, Paul Tierney is in the middle. Uh West Ham have won seven of the last um, 15 and five go to Southampton. It was 1-1 earlier in the season. Um, as you can see there, their form for both of them is up and down. Steve, again, it's going to be a hard one to call, isn't it? 
Um, I'd have thought so, but you know, West Ham have got to got to pull it around sometime, and I think um, this is going to be the game to give them a little, bit of a kickstart. Um, Southampton, they'll probably get the customary goal from a free kick or something like that, but um, purely being West Ham at time and they got to get a result, I'm going to go two one to West Ham. Okay. Uh, Brad, I mean, they've only won one of the last five. It was against Leicester. But they did get a 3-3 against Spurs last time out. Um, where? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is with Southampton this season. How, how do you see it going? I'm going to make somebody in the comments, if they're still around, very, very... Very happy and sad with what I'm about to say for my score predictions because I might not have fully said it about Patrick Vieira, but you're going to get your wish. This is the game that sees David Moyes have no choice but to leave his position as West Ham manager because I'm going for Southampton to run riot in a 3-0 win for the Saints. And I think... I think David Moyes is out of a job at full time. Wow. But be careful what you wish for, because if Roy Hodgson returns to Crystal Palace, you could have Fat Sam back at West Ham for the eight games. So I'm just saying, but I think he gets sacked. I think they lose and, and David Moyes gets sacked. Ah, well, that's fair, fair point. I think uh, the thing is, they are very much their fans. Because I went, I was on um, Jake's show earlier, uh, West Ham mm. Unofficial. Good channel, guys. Check it out. And I wasn't on the show, I was in the chat. And I went, please get a draw, guys, because that would be the best thing for us. Uh, they are worried big style. Uh, they want Moyes out big style. Um, I've gone for the best thing, I think, that would, would be for us, which is a draw, and I have gone 1-1 one, one, uh, on that one. I think West Ham will have a bit of the jitters. Uh Hopefully it's a 1-1 because that would be the best result for us. Um, Nate has gone 1-0 uh, to the Saints. Um, West, um, Jeff, sorry, has got West. Sorry, Jeff's gone 2-1 to West Ham. Uh, David has gone 2-0 to West Ham. Boris has said, I put 10 pence on Steve's predictions. There were 20 <laughs> million to one, but the maximum payout is only 2 million. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> there were that low, those odds, were they? Um, <laughs> and then the next game uh, on the Sunday, there's two of them, both of them obviously on Sky. We got new the two Uniteds, Newcastle and Manchester. Uh, very close in the bet in 13 10 Newcastle, 2 1 Man United. Um, you got Wilson up against Rashford, as you can see there. Uh, Newcastle, I suppose, with Newcastle, Steve. If you'd have given them fifth at the start of the season, they'd have bitten your hand off. But, you know, they've been third, which is where Man United now are. Um, they have dropped a little bit and they lost, obviously, the, 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 the to this, you know, to United in the uh, fizzy pop final. Um, who's going to come away with the points? I think the first third of the season, you'd have fancied Newcastle to beat them quite easily. Or, you know... Um, make it hard for Man United. Man United have come back and started to play well. Um, Newcastle have to score when they're on top. I think if they don't score when they're on top, they've showed that they are going to struggle again. 
But I want Newcastle to win. You know, um, I'm not a great Man United fan, but I'm going to go hopefully for a 2 0 Newcastle win. 2 0 to Newcastle. Right. Um, Bradders, um, it's obviously. And you, you, again, you would expect that sort of nine wins to Man United because they've had sort of Steve Bruce at the helm for so long. Uh, Newcastle have only won two of the last five, uh, but United have only won three. Again, I guess you could say United fans can't believe what a season they're having. No, it's a, it's a fair old turnaround um, in expectation as well as the managerial appointment because it comes with a lot of expectation um and and so far he's, he's he's living up to that although they had a wobble just before the international break didn't they with results if i'm right i'm thinking they they, they um who did sorry man, man you they had didn't they have a uh a shot yeah. game where they lost they played drew, really badly only drew with southampton nil nil yeah okay well at least they at lost, least they, they lost to liverpool seven nil Oh yeah, well, yeah. So they've been a bit frantic as of late, and I think Newcastle. Uh, I believe they've got a few players that have returned, like Gamera's and that, that have just got back into the squad, and they've clearly been missing. You look at their run of form; that shows that extra added quality is what's really helped Newcastle season out. And we've seen clearly when that's missing, they're probably back to that bang average Newcastle side that Eddie Howe picked up um, last season um, in the drabs. I'm in agreement with Steve, though. I can see Newcastle kind of frustrating Manchester United's season a little bit here. Uh, I think it'll be a hell of a game. Um, but I'm going for a Newcastle 3 2. You are going Newcastle 3. Um... Man United 2. 3 2. <laughs> I have I have got your two diseases because I'm going for yet another one one, and I was tempted to go for Newcastle if I'm honest with you, uh, because it's at Newcastle and obviously they always seem to do better at St James's Park, but Man United have every time I go against Man United they seem to do well, so uh, I think. I'm impressed with United this season. I didn't think they'd be doing as well as they are doing. Uh, I thought it would be a transition year, etc. I've said it a lot, lot. But I've gone for 1-1. One, one. I think it'll be another another draw. Another draw there. Um, Jeff has gone 2-0 to Man United. Uh, Joe, Mike's gone mad. <laughs> <laughs> Nate's gone 3-1 Man United. Um, David's gone 2-0 to Newcastle. Uh, Mike has no, he, he's got his he's got his sense back. He's gone uh, three two to the Geordies, uh, which is the same as you, Brad. Uh, no, he's so gone three two to United. Yes, he has. I, I, I went. I was going to say I went three two Newcastle. But he's actually gone three two. That's how I've been losing points. That is, mate. <laughs> oh, I'll have to strike that one down as a mark for Chris there. So, out of the 400 prediction shows we've done, Chris, it's the first time I've had to say you've mucked it up. No, might have a case there, mate. I'm, I'm reading these out at the end. I'm reading these out. At the end. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've gone 1 1. Uh, 
and um, Mike went three two one way or another. But you, you just to confirm, uh, Brad, you went Newcastle three, Man United two. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. I did. You did right. Um, then to Monday night, we've got a Monday night game. Um, it is managerless Spurs traveling to a team that plays like their manager sometimes, Everton. Um, I've got to say, first off here, uh, oh God, Harry Kane against Demari Gray. I've got to say, first of all, congratulations to Harry Kane. Love him or hate him, you know, to become uh, England's top goal scorer is some, you know, it is a, it is an achievement. So well done to him for that. You could argue that he has it a lot easier than the, the previous predecessors in that position did with the games we play, but that's not his fault. He doesn't pick whether we play San Marino. And he can only play against whoever is is UEFA or FIFA decide we're playing against. You know, so well done uh, for, for 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 him for getting that. Um, Conte. I just want to say on Conte, uh, I actually do a series of um, soapbox shows now called Life's a Pitch, and this is going to be my next one. Is going to be about. I think it's going to be about Conte. Um, I've got to say, I know he's got sacked, and I know he came out and said what he said. But, Steve, for me, it was nice to see a manager have the balls to stand up. And he won't he's, – so he's been sacked. So they paid him off a couple of – well, a lot of millions of pounds probably. So he's not exactly going to be crying to the bank, is he? Because, like I say, his paycheck will be – you know, redundancy payment will be very nice, thank you very much. But I was – for me, it was nice to see a manager that got up and said how it was. Not after a game – when it's all everybody's tensions are a little bit high and everybody's nerves are a bit fraught. But I would love Brendan to show a tenth of the passion that Conti showed when he was saying that. I'm 100% behind the guy. I think um, behind the scenes, I don't think it's as good a club as they, they say they are. I don't think to be... I think there's outside influences and which players can play. Because, you know, you go through a season and, you know, I might be disrespectful to some players, but I can't understand how Dyer's in the team all every week, uh, no matter how he plays. And I think you've got two or three people, uh, two or three players in that position who are comfortably know, no matter how they play, they're not going to get dropped. Um, but it was good. It was going to be refreshing for a manager to turn around and say, you know, you were shite this week or you've been shite the last few weeks, you haven't put the the effort in and you're just collecting your money. Um, but my views on Tottenham will never change, so 3-1 Everton. <laughs> After all that. I thought for a minute then he was just going to go for it. Um, <laughs> Brad, I, I, your thoughts on Conte? The Tottenham curse strikes again. Too good but very outspoken managers who aren't going to front it for the media. They're going to say it how it is and they don't say anything wrong with that. And why should you at the end of the day, you know, if, if you've got a, a team of 11 players and you're, what you're witnessing is not what you're asking them to do. And it's driving you up the wall and your support is just shutting its doors and 
putting his fingers in its ears and going, la, 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 we can't see the disaster that's in front of us, we're blaming you, not the players, then what's he supposed to do? Um, people may say the way he's worded it and gone about it isn't correct, but that, it's neither here nor there. At the end of the day, these managers at least have the balls to point out the problems of that Spurs. And it's... It's a hard game for, for Spurs to kind of rebound because, the, you know, the, the shackles are off. They'll play a different style of football. Um, but Sean Dyson and the survival mission seems to work. Um, I don't know where to go with this one. Uh, I'm going to go for a Desmond. I couldn't decide about this one. This fixture has been bugging me since I knew it was up about four and a half minutes ago. <laughs> but I, I, I was dreading this one because of, well, it's just Spurs and you just never know. So, yeah, but I, I can't pick between them. So I'll go for a Desmond. You're going for 2-2. Two, two. If, 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 if Conte, who we know is a winner, who Italian fans would love to go back and manage the Italian national team, if he can't make it work at Spurs, I don't think anybody can. I mean, they 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 are almost a laughing. I mean, we sit here every you know every week after the match, don't we, uh, Brad and go like, can the people at top of you know Leicester not see what's going on here and at the training ground and whatever? Can the owners, can Enoch not see what Daniel Levy appears to be doing to that club? How many managers? Are they attempting to get in? I mean, last time it was a joke um, when they sacked um, whoever, whoever the manager was before. Was it, was it Potocino, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was Mourinho two days before a cup final. And that was when... When did Was that then before Nuno, was it? Um, oh, yeah, sorry, he was before Nuno. Yeah, he was the one they had before they went... Right, OK. The so did then... Uh, put a temporary guy in charge and um, took so long to get a manager, got turned down by so many people, it was embarrassing. You know, it publicly to, to have all these managers say, I don't want to come to you, it, it's really... And it, Conte did. Let's be honest with you. In that, um, in, you know, in that first round of talks at the start of the season, and they ended up with their ninth choice, who would not normally have got a look in in uh, in Nuno. Um, again, as I say, I think if I was a Tottenham fan, I would be so embarrassed by that. They then sacked him, and I, th- I honestly still stand by this, and it is only my thoughts, and I'm not a top, you know, a Spurs fan or whatever. But they went to Conte, and I think Conte would have turned around, or I would have certainly done if I was Conte, and said, "Okay, guys, you want me? I'll come and get you out the shit, but this is what I want." And he was probably the first manager that has gone in and actually said what he wants. And if he can't get what he wants, if he can't. If he can't make it work, I just don't know who can make it work. On the other side, it does seem, because of course he's had the illness, he's been away, and it did seem that when he was away, Spurs did better. You know, he came back, I think he was in the dugout when we beat them, 
Um, but the couple of games that he seemed to miss and the assistant was in charge, who's obviously got it now to the end of the season, they did seem to do better. Um, it could go either way, this. Either of you two guys could be right. It could go any way. But I'm going to split this up because Steve's gone for the Everton win. Uh, Brad's gone for the draw. So I'm going to go for the Spurs win purely because, again, that would help us out. So I have gone 2-1 to Spurs. Has Brad frozen? No, oh, he's moving. He's moving. No, I'll just mute, I'll just mute myself because it's just... <laughs> Wow, no, 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 I was just looking and you weren't moving and I thought, oh, he's frozen. Um, Jeff <laughs> says first to win 1-0. David said 0-0 bore. Uh, Mike says 2-2. Two, two. Nate's gone 2-0 to Spurs. Mike Conti, totally unprofessional. You don't do that awful. Uh, and it's a fair point. I mean, that, you know, like I say, with every yin, there's a yang. And, you know, some people do think it was unprofessional. But when you, when you tip to that, point and he knew that if he was sacked he'd be getting a nice little wad of cash into his bank account uh, but as you said there Levy I mean how he's kept he makes John Rudkin look like he knows what he's doing doesn't he sorry John and to <laughs> take the blame for everything and it is not you right so that is this week's games but we do have a lot of midweek games because we are going to be playing catch up now I'm just literally going to run through these because I don't want, um, well, we don't know, but depending what's going to happen on us at the weekend. So I'm not going to bring any form or anything. Up with it. So we'll quickly run through these. Steve, Bournemouth host Brighton on Tuesday. Um, I'm going to go. For a Bournemouth win. I have to go. You can stay if you want. Yeah, yeah. Just because you, you lost doesn't mean... You, uh, you don't have to give up right now, Steve. Still plenty of time. 1-0 <laughs> one nil Bournemouth. 1-0 one Bournemouth. 1-0 Bournemouth. <laughs> you, wonder, you wonder why you get one point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you know. You watch now. He's going to come back. No, no, you watch. You watch. <laughs> now you're watching them properly. Fifteen points easy. He's going to come back, and he's really good. You might get fifteen points this week because there's sixteen games. <laughs> you're going to be running around that garden with nothing on. Uh, I tell you. Oh, I tell you what, I tell you what, this will, it'll be hilarious, Chris, if this is the only point he gets this week, is the Bournemouth-Brighton game. And now we got rid of it. Funnily enough, when, um, if, if I have to do that sort of with no clothes, I will be presenting like this from there. <laughs> you can't see that from me next. They'll be using a GoPro like he's fuzzy. I'll have it on his chin, have it on his chest running forward. Yeah. Um Brad, Bournemouth hosting Brighton, a, a South Coast derby. Yeah, it won't be much of one. Um it'll be Brighton win this um comfortably. I think it'll be two 0 Which is exactly what I've gone for, sir. Uh oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, oh okay. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't swear at you. You agree with my prediction. In fact, that helps. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say I shouldn't, you shouldn't moan. Guys, carry on putting your predictions in the chat, but I won't, I won't sort of go through these individually because, like I say, we're just going to rush through these. Uh, Steve, Leeds Forest. Wow. That's going to be a, a, another six pointer, isn't it? Yeah. Leeds are going to beat the uh, Forest 2 1. 
Bloody hell, he's, he's gone against Forest, Brad. So, I know, he's, belo- he's, he's beloved second team. How dare you, Steve? <laughs> Can I just confirm that, Steve? So he went Leeds United 2, Nottingham Forest 1. Yep. That's okay, just, just double-checking. Uh, Brad? I don't know if you remember this, show. I'm sure Steve remember it, because uh, I think he infamously did it for Spurs versus Arsenal. I'm tempted just to not give you a prediction because I don't want any of them to get anything. <sighs> so, you know if you can do that, you can always refuse to do a prediction. Yeah, I'd rather not get the point. Okay. Both of them. I hope, I, get, I hope I get. You know what? I'll go PP. So if it gets postponed, I get a point. <laughs> I don't. I don't want. I, don't, I just don't give a shite about either of these teams. They can. They can both rot in hell, as far as I'm concerned, in football terms. Yeah, don't don't bother taking me one for this, John. Yeah. And Jeff, thank you so much for reminding the fact that it was me that got nil points. Uh, so that's another time out for Jeff. Both <laughs> <laughs> got two nil to lead. Right, uh, Chelsea and Liverpool. What was your Leeds Forest? Oh, sorry, my Leeds Forest. That would help. I've gone one See. There's Steve, that's another strike. Yeah, he tried to get away with that so he could get three points on this one. <laughs> see how it is. You're watch him. Sorry, go on, go on. I've got, got, I've got one all down. I've got one all. Uh, Chelsea, Liverpool, Steve. Still can't see Chelsea scoring, to be honest. Many goals. Uh, oh, I'm going to go 2-0 Liverpool. Okay. Uh, Brad It's going to be another shite show um, I'm looking back at my old scores Trying to mix up One all I just think it'll be a draw okay. I have gone 2-0 to Liverpool um, Because I think Like you say I mean, Liverpool will be up Because they will have lost their last game So I've gone for that Now Leicester Aston Villa Tuesday night uh, Save save my um, murder till the end. Yes, I will do. <laughs> um, <laughs> Steve, I've gone for a Leicester win, mate. Two one. Brendan, yeah, hi Brendan. Yeah, don't bother turning up. Steve's predicted you're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've got you have gone two one. I have gone three two nil to Leicester. Basically, because these are games we've got to start winning now, and we've already done, you know, beating them, and this and it was at their place, and this is at our place. I've gone two 0 Brad, when you text me asking me for my early predictions, um, Chris wasn't aware that I chose violence that morning because <laughs> um, just by chance, when he messaged me, I'd been tagged in an infamous video where Leicester got beat by Villa 5-0 and Ian Walker got sent off after pushing a Leicester fan and threw a season ticket off. So I decided, Chris, I choose violence. We're going to get revenge for that game. And, and I lost my brain if I ever had one. And I went 5-0 um, Leicester. Mm-hmm. You went 5-0 Leicester, Steve. <laughs> Don't say it out loud. They'll all want a bit. They'll all want whatever I'm smoking. Is is Venom with you? Because I think that's what you had, wasn't it? Yeah, Venom, Venom, Venom's influence on that one. He he, he said six. I said no. Let's be realistic. And he went okay, five. So <laughs> that's, that's going to be worth a jingle. Yeah, that is, I, I 
think you're quite right. Let let me think of something. I'll have the Jesus jingle if we win 5-0, though. Thank you. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, uh, what can I use for Brad here? Um... Twat of the day. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> um, West Ham host on Wednesday West Ham host Newcastle Steve Ah, oh, West Ham are going to win the game before so they'll be on a high Newcastle have won their last one so they're going to be on a high so 1-1 one, 1-1 one. One, one. <laughs> he's actually starting to put foot, you know, some planning into his uh, predictions Brad. Well, it's almost <laughs> like he actually starting to understand the rules of the game yeah. <laughs> Brad, which way are you going to, which side of the fence are you jumping on? Or are you going to sit I'm, on it? Go- I'm going on the presumption that West Ham sacked their manager after losing against uh, Southampton. Yeah. New manager bounce comes in and they sneak a 2 1 win. I'm going West Ham 2, Newcastle 1. Even with Big Sam? Yeah, even, oh, Fat Sam, I might, I might even up to 3 1, but I'm just going on a new manager bounce without the implication of <laughs> who getting in. So you 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 going for two one? Sorry. Yeah, two, two yeah two one West Ham. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've gone two nil to Newcastle. Um, Man United right. hosting Brentford. Uh, Steve. Man United. Did I predict them to lose last game? I think I did. So they're going to bounce uh, down, mate. <laughs> they're going to bounce back, and they're going to win two 0 He's Man United. Yeah, yeah. and I can confirm. I can confirm, Steve. You went the opposite to what you had them losing to, because you had them to lose their game two 0 against Newcastle. Now you're giving them a two one win, two 0 win. Yeah. Um, Brad. This feels weird. Because I'm agreeing with Steve, but not in the scoreline. I, I think this will be one of them games where Brentford finally lose uh, in 2023. Uh, I'm going for a, a 3-1 Man United. 3-1. Well, having seen that Steve went for a Man United win, I'm very tempted to change my mind to a Brentford win. But I'm not going to. I'm going to stick with what I went with first. Uh, I've got 2-1 to Manchester United. Oh, well, good luck, Brent. Well done, Brentford. Only three points. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, that is it. Um, that is the 16 game. So, just to run through for Steve's benefit. Um, oh, wait there, Chris. Wait there, Chris. You ready? <clears throat> and here are your classified prediction results. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Manchester City 3. Manchester <laughs> 0-0. <laughs> Bournemouth 1, Fulham 0, Arsenal 1, Leeds United 1, Brighton Brentford he went 1-1 as he did for Palace Leicester, uh, he then got bored with 1-1, he went Nottingham Forest 2, Wolves 0, ah, but he got Villa to beat Chelsea 1-0, West Ham to beat Southampton 2-1, Newcastle to beat Man United 2-0, Everton to beat Spurs 3-1. <laughs> Everton to beat Spurs 3-1. <laughs> uh, 
I'm sorry, Steve. I am really, really sorry. Congratulations, you just crossed the line into completely useless. <laughs> then we've got Bournemouth Brighton. You went one nil to Bournemouth. Spurs to beat Nottingham. Sorry, Leeds to beat Nottingham two one. Liverpool two nil to beat Chelsea. Two one Leicester win against Villa. God help us. One one West Ham Newcastle. Two nil Man United Brentford. Do you 15. agree with all of those? Fifteen points, sir, mate. Fifteen. We'll see. We'll see. So it's an average of over. Well, a point a game would do you, sir. A point a game would do you. <laughs> Not going to do it, is he? Just get ready for your speedos. <laughs> I will wear speedos if you make a pair of Foxy Seven ones. <laughs> I will, mate. I'll hang it up with my Madison shirt. Right, <laughs> gentlemen. Thank you so very, very much. Uh, it's nothing if not funny. Always is this show. Uh, Steve, thank you very much as always for coming on. And just as a last reminder, guys, don't forget, if you want to look nice and cool, this is what you should be doing. The Prediction Show from Leicester Till I Die TV is brought to you by Xbox Steve Linex and foxy7clothing.co.uk. Back of the net. There we go. Foxy 7 clothing. Check it all out and you can have one of these. Steve, all the best, mate. Yep. And I will see you same time, same place, same channel next week. Yes, mate. And I'll be wearing a big banner saying 15 points. No problem. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Okay, Steve, have a great weekend, mate. All the best to you and all your family. Take care and uh, see you next time. Cheers, guys. See you later, mate. Thanks Thanks you, mate. Bye-bye. 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 Right, let me remove all of these and then we go like that. Um, I can't be doing with the big Brad. Brad? No, you... no, can I go? No, um, <laughs> that sounded worse than it was meant to. I'm sure you don't need me to go through your results, do you? I'm sure you trust me 100%. Well, oh, I do, mate. I, I, I follow the resources you on that one, don't you worry. <laughs> Great. Uh, thanks for coming on. I will see you for the post-match show tomorrow evening when we will either be extremely happy or probably hiding under the table. Definitely one of the two. It'll either be, uh, we'll be happy because Leicester have performed a miracle or maybe one or both of us will be happy because whilst Leicester ruined our evening, we got some good points through the week. Yes. <laughs> Either one is least as likely as the other. So it'll be, it'll be fun. Brilliant. Although uh, for, for those that are statisticians, if, Steve, if, if me and Chris, which is physically impossible, by the way, with the way it's done, but even if me and Chris decided not to give a result this season and stay on the scores we have. And Steve was to get his infamous 15 points. He'd be on, obviously, 131. He'd be, he'd be 18 points behind me and 13 points behind yourself. So he, he, can, he might get his 15 points, but he isn't going to get much closer to us. <laughs> I, I notice you, bloody coward. You waited till he's left to say that. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like Ian Wright fighting Steve Walsh. I don't. I wait till my opponent's gone before I start <laughs> talking. Fair play, fair play, Brad. Uh, I've got your details in the description below. Uh, just give a very quick shout out to where people can trace you. 
Uh, they can trace me on a piece of paper. Um, but why do you want that ugly mug on a piece of paper? I don't know. YouTube is uh, in the description below. It's top 10 battles. Uh, Twitter handle is at full time focus. Uh, that's all one word. There's no hyphen, even though it should be between full time, but it's not. It's just at full time focus. And catch me here most of the time. Um, pretty much all things Leicester. So, yeah, do the good stuff here first, though, folks. You know what to do. Hit the buttons all down below. Make sure you subscribe to LTI. LTIDTV. As it now, yes, as it now is. And like I say, I've, I've, I think I've lost my stalker. That was a bit scary. But it's funny <laughs> yeah. he's his name back on his YouTube channel. Oh, wow. That says that funny? Yeah, that says something. Yeah. It, you know. But thank you very much. Sir. I don't know what's happening on Monday. Um, we will either have a discussion show or we'll be having a preview of the Villa game. I'm not sure which way to go yet. Well, we, we could do both, couldn't we? Because obviously we've got the topic about touchline and we could always just do a little bit of a preview of both if you want. It's up to you. We'll figure something out. See how we're feeling after the weekend. Yeah, I might, I might reverse me 5 0 if we lose. <laughs> <laughs> we've still got time, technically. All the best, mate. Take care. Cheers, buddy. Take buddy. care. Thank you so much to um, Brad there. Let us know what you think of the new look, by the way. Not me, but the channel. Uh, let me know your thoughts on that. Uh, thanks to Brad. Thanks to Steve. It's always a laugh. It's always a laugh. That's what I like. And it's great to have Steve on. Always a pleasure to have an Xbox on. And we will be back. What is coming up next, I hear you shout? That would have even, even looked good if I'd actually got the jingle lined up. Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. As we said, 2.30 tomorrow, we are here for the watch along. Be there or be non-spherical. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much to everybody who was in um, the... You missed an N in conjunction, did I? Is that not the American spelling? I will have to have a look on C-U-N-J-U-C-T-I-O-N. Is, is that... <laughs> now you've got me wondering. I'm going to have to Google this now. I will do that after the show. Look, thanks very much for everybody. Thanks to Brad. Thanks to Steve. Uh, thank you to everybody that was in the chat and for joining in. It is always a laugh. Uh, thanks to those of you that lent me your ears and listened to us on our podcast, Lester Till I Die. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe to the channel. And if you're new, and hit the likes. And you can also become a member for just $1.99 per calendar month. Uh, this has been Lester Till I Die. I've been Chris. And this is Arnie. Good night. Take care. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
looking for Dr. Goodhead. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.